Remembering Robin Williams, the DoD mourns the loss of a longtime troop supporter. Humanitarian aid, U.S. airdrops to Iraqi refugees. And female engagement teams will find out what it's like to be part of a FET. Welcome to DoD News Now. I'm Sergeant Adam Ross. The Defense Department is remembering actor-comedian Robin Williams today as an enthusiastic supporter of U.S. troops. Williams, who died yesterday of, in California of an apparent suicide, was well known for his work with the USO, performing for U.S. troops in Afghanistan, Iraq, and Kuwait. Defense Secretary Chuck Hagel honored the late actor in a statement released by the Pentagon. From entertaining thousands of service men and women in war zones to his philanthropy that helped veterans struggling with hidden wounds of war, he was a loyal and compassionate advocate for all who served this nation in uniform. Robin Williams was 63 years old. Secretary Hagel and Secretary of State John Kerry joined their Australian counterparts today in signing the U.S.-Australia Force Posture Agreement in Sydney. The agreement lays out the legal framework for the presence of U.S. Marines in Australia and, more broadly, reinforces the foundation of the U.S.-Australia alliance. The signing was part of the Australia-U.S. ministerial meetings. Meanwhile, Secretary Hagel is monitoring the latest events in Iraq from Australia as the U.S. continues to deliver humanitarian aid to Yazidi refugees in northern Iraq. Pentagon officials say U.S. and British forces have flown 14 humanitarian airdrops since last week, containing fresh drinking water and packaged meals. During the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, female service members have played a critical role in gaining support and trust from the local population. Two members of a female engagement team, or FET, describe the challenges and rewards of their unique deployment. Here are Majors Sheila Medeiros and First Lieutenant Elizabeth Trobaugh in their own words. I have this strong sense of helping other women, even if they are soldiers, even if they are um, foreign national women, the strong sense of, of the plight of women in this world. I wanted to be part of something important, and what better way to do it than in the 82nd Airborne in being the groundbreaking female engagement team. We needed some type of engagement with the females in the country and they realized that and that's how we sort of evolved with um, the initial security, securing gates and, and then it sort of evolved to civil service and to bridging relationships with the local population, building that trust and confidence. The Afghan man thought it was really bizarre to have women in their ranks, like why would you do that and why are women wearing pants? they just didn't understand. We wore our scarves around our necks, um, you know, with helmet on um, for all missions, so even the men could point out that we were females. We did a good job in the district government. Um, we did a good job raising awareness of women in the area, and nation-state building can't happen if you're forgetting 50% of your population. So this is a counterinsurgency, so when the battalion commander is trying to accomplish all this counterinsurgency stuff and all of his civil and military projects, if, he, if they're leaving out 50% of the population, it's never gonna work. So I think the government got wise to that, and I think that was our biggest impact, was bringing awareness to the districts that the women's voices needed to be heard, that they needed health care, they wanted to go to school, and all of these things, um, and that they started to be valued right along with 
the needs of the men in the community. They just want the liberty to be able to help themselves. At 1500 tomorrow on DoD News, the female engagement team members discuss the dangers of their deployment. Be sure to check out the DoD Facebook page. Watch for us also on Twitter. I'm Sergeant Adam Ross. Keep it right here for the latest in DoD News.